discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Yes, Lord, we give you praise. Yes, Lord, we honor you. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your hands to the Lord. Lift your hands to the Lord. And tonight, I want you to look to Jesus. Sometimes the journey can be weary. Sometimes the journey can be wearisome. It can make us tired. Sometimes it can make us confused. But we look to Jesus. The author and the finisher of our faith. If you lose your gaze on him, everything will make no sense. Let's turn our eyes on the Lord tonight. That from him shall all grace and virtue come from. Bolo Kovele Sparada. Father, we declare that this all night in your hands, your spirit, your power, your presence takes us to the next phase. It takes us to the next experience. Even it brings us to an, an emphatic manifestation of all that you have planned for us. Even in Jesus' mighty name, we declare so. We call it down. Amen. Clap your hands to Jesus. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give God praise for Rehoboth. If you didn't understand that, it means that God has made room for us in this new venue. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And as soon as you have Rehoboth, you should know that God is about to expand you into your next phase. Praise the Lord. It's good to see some of your faces. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want us to celebrate Bishop Oti Boateng, the father of the house, for such wisdom, for such intensity, for such presence. Let's just celebrate the father of the house, Bishop Oti. Let's celebrate him. It's a blessing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And can we celebrate our pastor, resident pastor, and his assistants also? Let's celebrate all them. Amen. Praise the Lord. You may be seated. Hallelujah. How you are blessed to be here today? How you are expecting something? Okay. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, I'm going to share on something very important to you. I believe that if you find this, it will change a lot of things in your life. Um, I know that um, our father, Dr. George, was also here. 
Amen. Amen. Have you enjoyed the message? Seven things you must do. (laughs) It's a powerful thing. Hallelujah. See, I was not here, but I've listened to the message. (laughs) Yeah, that's how to listen. This month is Father's Day. Don't follow a father with your mouth. No, 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 no. It's one of the things that can break a father's heart. Don't follow a father with your mouth. No, 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 no. Follow a father in his manner of life. Follow a father in his quest. In fact, intentionally study your father as to how he rebukes people, as to how he talks to people, how he receives people. Go and stand somewhere and look at him. That's how to, that's how to follow a father. Because when you stay with your father in the house, do you know that the way you talk, it gets to a point, your mother will even go like, ah, Kwesi, only your papa, the same thing. It's not because it's genetic. You've learned it. It's habit. You have seen it. Ah. But because we are pastors, you don't stay with us. So the two hours, three hours, five hours past, Bishop will come. It's the only time you can learn not his preaching. Because somebody is not in love economy, but he's hearing Bishop Oti's preaching. So what is the difference between you that you are his child and somebody who is also, you are the same. So you, if you don't take care, you live like a bastard. If it's all about a message. Yes, because what you are hearing, an outsider is also hearing it. So what's the difference? <laughs> no, 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 no. You track a father. Make a father. Everywhere your father goes, everything he said there, it should be important to you. That's how to follow a father. I'm saying it from experience. I followed my father for about tw- almost 20 years. Yeah, I've, I've been with Dr. George for a while. Yeah. So I'm telling you from experience. If you want to be a good son, eh, if you want... After five years, somebody will say that. Somebody who doesn't even know you will ask you somewhere, who is your father? The way you are sounding, the way you live your life, you look like your father. You know, some people, they sound like their father, but they don't live like their father. Uh-huh. When anger comes, they will display. And they are wondering. So it's like, you were speaking like him, but you don't act like him. That like has neutralized everything. No, 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 no. You understand? <laughs> Praise the Lord. But when you are learning, so when Bishop comes, watch him. How Bishop laughs with everybody. How Bishop corrects. How Bishop talks. When Bishop is not happy about something, the way he goes about it. It is the manner of life. Amen. Amen. I'll give you a very interesting analysis. I was speaking to a young boy recently who came to my office. And he said to me, he says, my father didn't raise us. So, because he didn't raise us, it's my mother who raised us. And because of that, I react to things emotionally. Yeah. He said, because it's my mother who raised me, I respond to things like my, my, my feminine side responds to things. Yeah. Sometimes your father will tell you that, why are you crying? It's useless. Don't cry. But mommy will say, oh, you, mommy too will join you and we will all cry. I know that mommy, mommy is crying, also crying, we will all cry together. So if you don't take care, you grow up and everything makes you cry. <laughs> I, it, your emotions is not a son. But if it is not balanced with fatherhood, you become con- confused. Everything will carry you, everything you react. But you need the balance of a father and a mother. So this man, please, let's celebrate fathers, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. All these things about fathers who didn't take care of children, it's an attack from Satan. Yes, it's an attack from Satan. One day, Pharaoh said that the father should go and leave the women. 
You know what they go for? Well, they, they don't carry the men, they carry the women and the children. Because they know the women and children without a father, they can be colonized. Somebody can teach them a new thing. Because fathers are God's institution of teaching. <laughs> are you here? Yeah. So this year, I want you to celebrate Father's Day with revelation. It is because of our father, Bishop Oti. That's why this church is here. That's why when they prayed for you, a headache vanished. Yeah. That's why all the sickness, all the, all the confusion, all the girls you were chasing, I've stopped chasing. Yeah. Stop. That's why every Sunday you are betting. Now you bet once, once a while. At first, every day you are betting. Now it has become once a while. Can we celebrate the bishop? Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated. You see that thing that he is doing there? It's a serious thing, no? I'm a prophet. You have no idea. Sometimes I want to even leave the people I'm pastoring. I want to, I'm serious. <laughs> I'm not designed for... You see, my own, I have to be... The point is that because I'm a prophet, I need to be in a state of mind to receive from God. So sometimes I need space. Sometimes I need space. But bishops, pastors, they like their... They like people. <laughs> they like to hear all the things. That I wonder, sometimes I have to pray before I come and listen to something because the things I'm here, I'm like, hey, what? Is that what you did? <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised. So when you see, look, you don't know. Four to five thousand pastors, eh, they want to quit every year. Yeah. Every year. One of the things that breaks a pastor's heart is a member that you have sweat, scratch, and they'll go off. Hey, it's like you have, you ask yourself, am I a good pastor? Am I good enough? If it's not for God who will judge us, like, who, me cry like I've quit some. It's not a joke. Uh, so when you see your bishop, you see your pastor, don't, if you don't even have banana to give them, say, pastor, thank you. Use words of this generation, we don't know how to appreciate people. Yeah, yeah. You, you hear people, oh, we love you. You don't know. Look, love, love is action. Love is an action word, it's not, it's not verbs, it's not, it's not words. That's why the guy rap you are when they finish, you salute tape to see me. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm, I'm sharing some things with you because I know, you see, I'm a prophet so sometimes God gives me the burden of pastors. Sometimes the people who work with me, they don't understand. They, I, I, all of us, I start feeling like I have to stop the ministry. I have to decode it. And when I decode it, I realize that about seven pastors are going through the same thing. I mean, I posted some things on my status. Some people sent, men of God from Akimoda is a man of God, that message. That's one. So it's like many pastors want to quit. Yeah, I'm telling you. And Satan knows that the way this world is becoming, you see that thing they are brought into your secondary school? Uh-huh. Boy and girl, girl is boy, boy is girl. If pastors leave the scene, you see that there will be confusion in the system. Yeah, it's pastors that are helping us. So pray for your pastors. Support them. If you can't support them, don't gossip about them. Yeah, it really hurts when you are helping somebody and they are rather gossiping. It's painful. 
Yeah, talking about your wife. Your wife is this. Your wife, why is this? one of them? Hey, I saw for, yeah, last week Sunday. It's like, Pastor didn't polish his shoe. Why is it Buy us polish. Instead of pulling your house down, buy us polish. Buy the polish. You saw some mommy that she has one wash. Buy her another shoe. It's not, it's not a subject to discuss. Because sometimes, can I tell you the truth? The one shoe that she's wearing is because pastor is using the, the money she used to buy a shoe to pay your fees. And you that you are gossiping, it is because of you, the wife is wearing one shoe. And you are the same reason that they use the money they used to buy a shoe, no, to pay your fees. And you are the same person. That's why it's a great case to curse up, to talk about your pastor. Because you don't know how and why. He's in the predicament he's in. And when you investigate it, you realize that it's because of you he's there. It's because of you he's there. Amen. Amen. Oh, what do you think? Yeah. So it's a serious, it's a prophetic bullet. Amen. Yes. Collect it, power. Because this Father's Day, send pastor a text. You don't, it's not money. If you have money, amen. Add to it. Because every time there's honor, money is part. Yeah. Don't say, we honor you, sir. We honor you, sir. <laughs> it's a lie. <laughs> it's not like that. But at least send a text. Bishop, two years ago, you came to do a service in Tamale. And when you finish the service, I stopped masturbation. For the past, those, have you seen that we mentioned some of your stories on the puppet? Because actually it encourages us. That's why we mention it. We will not mention your name, but we will talk about the story. Because it has helped us to go like, oh, we should continue. Yeah. My birthday is a certain young lady in, in our ministry. She has a ministry she runs. She brought me a, a very funny, um, what do you call it, card. It's plastic, but she has printed messages on it from her members. And I don't know the members. Some of them said they've never seen me before. But this lady carries the messages I preach on Sunday and go and give it to them to listen to it. And I was seeing the testimonies. Because of you, I've seen how Jesus died on the cross. Because of you, now I can never... I was so encouraged. Yes. So, so I realized that sometimes feedback is powerful. What do you think? Yeah, don't just say, mm, Pastor is good and it's in your heart. But if it's bad, you say it. <laughs> If it's bad, then you say it's good to say it. Can I tell you the last part? Appreciation is never appreciation when we ask for it. Appreciation is never appreciation when it is asked for. It's like a salary. It's like a reward. That's what I'm telling you now. So that bishop doesn't have to talk about it. Pastor, you yourself think about it. That hey, If this man didn't come in my life, how would have been doing Sakawa by now? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you have to look at your life. You would have been, you would have been going to hell. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Today I'm going to preach a message. Eh? And the title is Destiny Matters. Wow. Someone say Destiny Matters. Destiny Matters. Say Destiny Matters. Destiny Matters. Okay, so it's not a double entendre. It's not like destiny is important or things about destiny. No, this is what I'm talking about. The things about destiny i'm not saying destiny is important you know destiny matters means destiny but i'm talking of things concerning destiny why is it an important message to preach i believe that many of us as christians i'm thank god doctor taught on the inheritance the things god has given to us 
and the things you have to fight. So it's a kind of message in that light. But I want to show something about the, the destiny matters in the sense that you have to understand that when God created you, God had a plan and a purpose. Revelation chapter 4 verse 11 said that, O thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory. So it means that when the Bible says God is worthy, the word worthy is from the word worth. That means that when we weigh God and we measure God, he is not receiving glory because he is some wicked person sitting somewhere who is coming to collect glory. When we say somebody is worthy, it means that it is fitting. There is something the person has done. That's why he is worthy of glory. Are you understanding? So when we say God is worthy, he is worthy because he created us. We didn't appear by ourselves. God created us. We didn't appear from soap bubbles. Somebody blew and the bubble bubble then it became then it became no 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 it's not like that. We, he, somebody created us according to Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. God formed us from the dust of the earth. Now, because he did that, Revelation 4 is saying that worthy to receive glory and honor and what power for because he said you are worthy because of this. The word for because you created or thou hast created all things. And for thy pleasure, they are and were created. The word pleasure here actually means for thy will. So God created because of his will. It is because of the plan of God you are sitting here. It's because of the plan of God you are here as you are. Number two, if God created... Uh, because of his will the bible said in psalm 136 the verse number four and five let's go there psalm 136 four and five to him alone doeth great wonders for his mercy endureth forever verse five to him by wisdom have made the heavens someone say have made the heavens now the bible also said in ephesians verse 1 chapter 1 verse 11 that god created all things according to the counsel he purposes everything and works it according to the counsel of his will praise the lord Hallelujah. proverbs 8 let's go there i think three and four he said wisdom is mine counsel is mine verse 4 go to verse 4 proverbs 8 uh-huh Please find it for me. Is it verse 2 or verse 4 or verse 6? He said, wisdom is mine. Counsel is mine. In Proverbs chapter 8. So, wisdom is speaking in the book of Proverbs. It's in the same verses. Please find her. 14. Counsel is mine. So, when God was creating all things, God used wisdom to create. Is somebody listening to me? Yes. I said what? To do what? What that means is that before God made a lion, God knew how a lion should look like. Before God made a fish, God had already written all the fishes that will ever be on the earth. In fact, all the new species of fish were already in the first fish. That's wisdom. Let me say a statement. Doctor has said it before. Bishop has said it before. Let me also say it. Wisdom is knowing in advance what you later wished you knew. 
wisdom is knowing in advance what you later wish you knew. That means that wisdom is the reason why you will not say minimanka manka. Wisdom is the reason why you will not say, if I knew I didn't become this guy's boyfriend. I didn't become his girlfriend. Wisdom. Wisdom is the reason why you know that the course that you are choosing, eh, you will sweat. Wisdom. Like, it's not about, it's a nice course. You can do it. (laughs) Hallelujah. So when God was creating, the reason why God never called anything a mistake was because before God created, he has consulted wisdom. That's what the Bible says. Amen. Amen. Are you here? What I'm trying to bring your mind to is is that. Then if that is the wisdom of God, that God created all these things, that means it is God's wisdom, eh, that you should be his image and likeness. It's not by mistake at all. Yet, when we say we are the image and likeness of God, eh, we are usually confused about it. But let's read what the Bible says. Exodus chapter 24 verse 10. Exodus 24 verse 10. What does it say? And they saw the God of Israel, and there was under his feet as paved work of sapphire stone and it was as the body of heaven in its cleanness or in his cleanness now you see what is happening here he said they saw the feet of god so if it is the wisdom of god that we are in the image and likeness of god brother sister think about it this way it means that eh, you have feet because god has feet sometimes we think that when god created us eh, we are different from him no. Psalm 18 and um, 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 First Samuel chapter 18 also said, by the blast of his nostrils, he has parted the waters. God used his nostrils to blow air and the rivers went back. That means God has nose. Yeah. The Bible said, God smelt the sacrifice. What did you use to smell? His nose. So you have a nose because God has a nose. Please follow what I'm saying very well because if you understand this story, it will posture you well in destiny. Because a lot of us have become casualties of destiny. And to be honest, you see, I'm a prophet. I can tell you. Sometimes God can open my eyes and the way somebody is carrying out himself, they will not go for in life. Yeah, they will not go for in life. Praise the Lord. Are we here together? Moses was praying to God in Exodus chapter 33 that God should show him his glory. Then the Bible says that God decided to put Moses in the cleft of the rock. And when he put him in the cleft of the rock, the Bible says he showed Moses his back parts. So God has a back. That's why you have a back. Is it there finally for me? Is it Exodus 33? Yes. So his back part, not part of parts. That means the chi and everything in the back of God. Yeah. That's it. Back what? Not part. Parts. Plural. Yeah. Ezekiel chapter 1 also said that God sat on a chair and they saw the upper torso. The upper torso. So from his belly to his chest. He said that one who was sitting on Ezekiel chapter 1, they saw his upper part was like amber. Like a flame that was burning. Isaiah also said it. I think Isaiah 54. He said, The hand of the Lord is not short that it might not save. 
Neither is his ear dull that he may hear. He said, but your sins and iniquity has come between. So God has ears. God has hand. Uh, is somebody hearing it? So, 59 years, thank you. He said, because of your iniquities, you have been separated by it. So, you have to understand that every body part you have is because God is the source of your image. Now, if God is the source of your image, and God created us, that means that you that you are here, the way God functions is actually what Bible calls likeness. Any time a man functions below what God intended him to be, there is a default or a natural thing they'll first experience. It is what we call depression. Sometimes depression is not medical. It is becoming what God didn't intend you to be. <laughs> That's why you go to hospital. That's why you go. You are just at the wrong place doing the wrong thing. That's why you are depressed. So no doctor can cure you. Sometimes depression and sadness should tell you that you have strayed away from the wisdom of God. You have walked away from the wisdom of God. Are you here? Praise the Lord. I sure you are here. If you understand this thing, eh, it will now inform why you pray. Because some of you pray because of Satan. Thank God that we preach a message and I know that Bishop told me that they put it on podcast. I preach it at Kanishi Church. So go to Bishop Oti podcast. You will see one of the messages I preach. It's called the beginning of war. Do you understand the beginning of war? That means that the thing that you are killing witch, you are late. You are at the end of war. Usually when a witch and a wizard shows up in your family to kill somebody, they are coming for what we call spoil of war. When you fight a battle and you are throwing the sword and you lose and they come and collect your property. He said when the strong man comes to take over a house, it means the house has become the spoils of war, not the war. So by the time a witch shows up in your life to take somebody from your house, it is called spoil. That's why if you fight from that angle, by the time you realize another person will die. Because you don't even know how the battle started. You are fighting from the end point, not the beginning point. <laughs> you see why many times we lose so many battles? Somebody does, you know, hey Jesus, what's happening? Then we start roaming, we are going to fetish place and we are asking questions. When you go to the fetish place, what do they tell you? Do they tell you who did it? They tell you what caused it. Because what you did is why whoever showed up in your family had the power. That means if you didn't do anything, no witch can come and kill. Do you understand? So it means that you are fighting. That's why even knowing who killed who is not important. Because it will not stop the next person from trying to kill somebody. There's something that has been done. Oh, am I preaching? Are you sure? I was in a certain country and I was was sharing on something called legalities. And a lady came to me and told me that, Prophet, I want to share a story with you. I said, what is it? He said, there's something that happened in my family. And my brother is a doctor, but things are not going fair. He said, my, this other brother is doing, he's, they are all not doing well. And I've wondered why. And I told them, madam, the way you are telling me this story, say, somebody did something, and I want you to watch it and be careful. So she said, finally, when she investigated the matter, she realized that her father, this lady's father, 
had been in a certain village and was running out of the town. Either the father or the father's father was running out of a town because some people were trying to kill him. And in attempting to flee, I think he went to a shrine. And the juju man gave him a solution. So he had to go and look for a mad dog. A dog that has gone mad. And he brought it to the shrine. Then the juju man said he should look for a living baby. So the man went to steal somebody's child. And they put the mad dog and the baby in a mortar. And they pounded them together. You see? So if you don't know what caused this, these persons who go for deliverance, they will fall down 70 times. But this is not even a prayer topic. It's a harvest matter. A lot of you are using prayer to undo harvest. You didn't learn for exams. Prayer will not give you A. It is what you sow. You are reaping. That is why your friend didn't pray. He learned and got the A. You were on the path praying. Destiny matters. Destiny matters. Sit down and behave yourself. Hallelujah. <laughs> are you understand what I'm saying? So you go like God like God didn't lie to you. You should have learned. You should have learned. Look, I'm telling you, if you don't take care, you, you, God will be watching you and you will be confused that, ah, so I'm praying God is, God is not going to mind you. You are, you are, you are sowing laziness. You can't reap prosperity. Let's not think God is a genie lamp. You just rub and smoke will come out and God say, I'll give you three wishes. Whatever you want, I'll do. It's a lie. Amen. That is why I tell you that Anna, Anna, your mother, Anna, your father. This Father's Day, listen, they didn't ask you to, the, the Bible didn't say, Anna, your father and mother who are very good and have taken care of you. Break it. They say, Anna, your mother and father. Whether they liked you, whether they hated you, whether they beat you, whether they put oil in your eyes, whatever they did to you. Bible said, Anna, you know why? Because if you didn't even show up, they will not get the chance to put oil in your nose. Because chances are that they could have aborted you. But they didn't abort you and you are alive. Brother, Anna. Because sometimes when you even sit down, the reason your mother is not telling you the story is because there's a story she doesn't want you to know. I'm dealing with a case like that. The lady now discovered that the mother had told a different story. She's angry with the mother. So be careful before you get angry with your father. Wisdom will tell you that listen to both sides and make a proper judgment. You've not met a man before. You don't know what's the side of the story. You are here only one side. <laughs> it's not wisdom. That's why God will judge you. And you don't understand why you are stood. One day, I remember, Daddy Crawford told me a story. He said, he told a young man. He said, the guy has tried writing exams and things are not going for He met him somewhere at Lego and said, young man, where is your father? He said, I, he, I, he left us when I was age five. I don't want to hear anything. He said, listen, it's not about you don't want to hear. Destiny matters. If you don't go and look for that man, you will never succeed in life. I'm telling you. Oh, you hear something today. You are staying in the same house with your mother or father. You can buy a girl 50 Ghana credit and you don't take... You've never bought ECG. You have never bought chewing gum for mommy. That mommy, thank you. And, and you think you'll go far. Hmm. Okay. The heat is coming. You sit down. Sit down. Amen. 
have eaten your mother's teaset. You have eaten your mother's everything you have eaten. And you don't even bless her. You are insulting her. And you don't know that it's a destiny matter. <laughs> you are stealing the money to give to a goat. No, that boy, if he's not a goat, he will not be collecting money you stole. If he's a wise boy, you ask, how did you get the money? We're a secondary school girl. Where did you get the money for? Oh, I took for my mother. Hey, how? Oh, I have a Momo account. I have a Momo pen, so I can... Eh? You know, my mother, she's not... One co school scientist. One hundred, now, you be pretty. Or can it 10 million, 1 million, 20 million. So you are using it to pass your mother's eye to feed a goat. And the goat is also collecting it. He's chopping money they stole. <laughs> Destiny matters. <laughs> Sit down, let me, let me start my message. Hallelujah. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So everything you see God has, eh, it is God who has the plan. If you don't understand that this is the plan of God, you will be fighting and getting tired for nothing. Yes, it's the truth. It's like seeing a lion and say, Oh, I feel that a lion is a pussycat. (laughs) Your feelings will not change what the lion is. Do you understand? Yes. What do you think? So you say that the white people don't bring snakes, they'll bring all kinds of animals because they say it's a pet. No, it can't be a pet. <laughs> because people don't understand that eh, we are being, how do I put it? We are being, I'm looking for a nicer word, but it will still come out harsh. We are being foolish in accepting some laws and denying other laws. When I jump, what brought me down? So if this law is there, why don't I think other laws are also there? But it's like we are living like, oh, gravity there, we can't do anything about it. But you can do other things about other things. No, there, there's law for everything. There's a law that governs everything in life. Even church, we can't be everything here. There is how love economy is designed. So if you don't follow the law that is here, you will be in love economy and you waste your, you waste your time. Nothing will benefit you. You become something that is off what we actually are. Because there's a law. If you believe that there's gravity, why are you not believing that there's a law? Why don't you believe that there's also a law? You went to university four years. You were sleeping. You were not going to lectures. You were chilling. Oh, exams, Abi will pass. Then you went to copy somebody's note, collected a Then after four years, when you are like, hey, Charlie, how go do this exams? When it's catching up to you, you are blaming God that God didn't see inside for you. That means that you can go to university. Your parents can pay school fees. If you don't go for lectures, there's a law. There's a law of stay in the university. Can I tell you something? It is because of laws. Systems are not destroyed. So the system of education has a law. That's why it is not anything that's not work there. There's a way it works. You need a certain aggregate to be in a certain course. And choose certain courses. And go through certain credit hours. And at the time you are done, there must be mid-sem, there must be project work, and all sums up to your grade. After that, if it's cumulative or GPA, they move it to the next semester. You add up. So before you get first class, it's not magic. It's a law. You can't miss three semesters and think you pass the first class. It's a lie. Because the law will not permit it. So if these laws are on earth, 
as it is in heaven let it be on earth so whatever is being on earth is what is is in heaven are you here because we would have said anything goes but the moment god created everything according to a will a plan we must find out what the plan is otherwise we'll waste destiny now let me give a very interesting definition for destiny the two words destiny and destination destination is usually you take your google map it sends you to a location isn't it but the reason why it is called destination is because it's a combination of two words destiny's location so the location where destiny will be fulfilled is what we call destination that means that destiny is not the end destiny is the means destiny is the journey that is why destiny can be altered because the location cannot be altered heaven and hell cannot be altered it is the destiny the way you get there that can be altered but you can't alter the location is the location where destiny will happen where destiny will manifest is set so destination cannot be altered it is the way you get there so sometimes when you are using google map because you know the area before google 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 but it's been two months since you came there and somebody has built a house in the road so you know the road but now you have to use another road destiny has to reroute you so when they say somebody has changed your destiny it's the reason why sometimes they say witches have changed your destiny and people are wondering how is that possible they didn't change your end they changed how you will get there so God said you have four children but you didn't get it in two years you got it in ten are you here that's why destiny matters is a serious matter so destiny is the journey is the means Oh, are you here? This is the reason why some people will be kings. Some people will be princes. Some people will be queens. Some people will be doctors. Some people will be nurses. But the end is that we all conform to the image of Christ. Destination. The image of Christ in heaven is our destination. But some will come there as pastors. Some will come there as lawyers. Some will come there as married people. Others will come there in their single life. Others will come there as babies. I'm serious. Now, everybody's appearance was their destiny, but the location was one. That's why our destinies are varied, but our destination is one. All they that do good to the resurrection of life, John chapter 5, 39, and they that did evil to the resurrection of damnation. Are we here together? Yes. Is, it, is it 29? Eh? No, I think it's 29. John 5. Yeah, 29. So those that did evil to the destination of damnation, hell, and they that did good to the destination of resurrection of life. Standard. But when we get to heaven, won't some be doctors? Won't some be great? Won't some be small? That is the method. Now, so if you understand this, you can understand where this local story comes from. Say, Washebre ASA, Washebre ASA, Washebre ASA. But Washebre near will end. A means. Your Shebre is not what? An end. It's a what? 
Because imagine it. If your destiny or your destination is to be a lawyer, then I'm sad for you. Because the moment you became a lawyer, you still continued living. Then you died. And you entered another existence where they don't do law there. What has happened? <laughs> that was not your destination. It was your destiny. It was, a li- it was a journey way to get to where you are going to. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are we together? Hallelujah. Are you sure? Yes. Good. Now, if you understand this story, then you can appreciate Psalm 139 verse 14. Psalm 139 verse 14. He says, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I know this too well. I know this my soul. Nowhere this right well. Verse 15. He says what? My substance was not hid from thee I, when I was made in secret. Do you have the passion translation? Passion. You have passion. Good. Now let's see what passion said. TPT. The passion translation. Barakadosko. Do you have it? Yeah, you have it. Good. Good. Speak in tongues, somebody. Passion will break it down to uh-huh, simpler English so that we can understand. Baba, baba, gora, baba, baba. baba, baba. When you understand today's message, you understand why you have to wage war. You understand why you have to pray. You understand why you have to put yourself in the place you have to put. Now let's read together. I want to go. I thank you, God, for making me a mysterious, so mysteriously complex. Everything you do is marvelously breathtaking. It simply amazes me to think about it. How thoroughly you know me, Lord. Why? Next. You even formed every bone in my body. When you created me in the secret place, carefully, skillfully, shaping me from nothing to something. 16. You saw who you created me to be before I became me. Remember what he said to Jeremiah. I knew you before you were a blood clot. Not before. Oh, that means that when you were semen and ovum. When you were sperm and egg. No. God said, I knew you before you became blood clot. Jeremiah 1. I think that's 5. I knew you be- Oh, let's go there. Jeremiah 1 verse 5. It's not in Passion. Let's go to King James. Somebody should help me with the English language. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Go back. Uh-huh. I knew you before you were... Good. Next. Verse 5. Okay. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. Before I formed thee in the belly, do you have the YLT or the I, I wish you have a message or something? When he said, Before I formed thee in your mother's stomach, I knew you. The version, there's a version that says that before he became a blood clot, God already knew him. That means that God knew the particular sperm that will fuse the particular egg. <laughs> And God had already made him a prophet. That means that in heaven, when Jeremiah's parents met, he knew that the prophet is coming out of it. I'm going to show you something about destiny matters. Look, it matters who you marry. You feel like marrying anybody. You realize that that your sperm that is prophet, it didn't meet the egg. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. Uh, can I preach my message? 
<laughs> Wave your hands to Jesus Christ. <laughs> Amen. Okay, so let's go back to what he was saying. So he said, before you were for God, listen, that means that uh, God knew Jeremiah before he was shaping. He knew Jeremiah because he was formed. Before he became a black dog, God had already, because before he was, the Hebrew says that he before, before he was knit from the very substance, the substance there is fetus. Before he became a fetus, God had already arranged his life. God knew his destiny. He had arranged it already. Now, I'll show you a couple of scriptures here. Can we read together? Next one. He said, before I'd ever seen, before I'd ever seen the day of light, the number of days you planned for me were already recorded in your book. Similar thing to what Jeremiah said. Before Jeremiah saw light, God already called him a prophet. Galatians 1. Galatians 1, verse 14. Galatians 1, 14. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ba, ba, ba. Let's read together one to go. A prophetess in a Jewish religion above many my equals in my own nation, being more exceedingly zealous of the traditions of my fathers. Verse 15. This is the part I want you to see. But it pleased God who separated me from my... And called me by his... That means that Paul is the one talking to And Paul said that I'm killing people. But when I got converted, I realized that not knowing this assignment to be an apostle was even before I became a baby. Yet in my destiny journey, I killed the people I should be preaching to. I, I'm, I'm coming. That's what I'm saying. If you don't take care, once a journey level, no, you have gone a wrong route. And you are off course. You're off course. This is what this generation is lacking. So we live anyhow thinking at the end of the day we end at the same spot. It's a lie. <laughs> you can't live anyhow. It's, you know, it's not true. If you hear Bishop say, he and I went somewhere, went to fast in our GS. When we finished GS, we went to do seven days drive fast. Yes. That, yes. If Dr. George also tells you his story, you see when he started. That means that there are certain callings here. God starts you early. It's not the one you're going to chill and fool. You will see that God can still use you as a pastor, but it will be a different style. Destiny matters. <laughs> it matters what you are doing because it is affecting your destiny. And it's not the devil's fault. Sometimes it's ignorance. Because you don't know, you are treating it anyhow. Are you here? So I've shown you, Jeremiah was chosen as a prophet in his mother's stomach. Before his mother's stomach. That means there are some people in heaven, God has already arranged their days. God has said, this one will be an apostle. This one will be. This, they, that's why the Bible says that when he led captivity captive, he gave gifts to men. So those people, they are in heaven. They are in the treasury room. God says, receive an apostle. Receive a pastor. Receive a teacher. So God sends those people as special people to us for the building up of all of us to, to the place that will take our position. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And why am I saying all I'm saying right now? Go back to Psalm 139, verse 15. Psalm 139. No, don't worry, it's fine. I held the. Sorry. Psalm 139, verse 15. Let's read together. Okay. Psalm 139, verse 15. Let's read. One to go. When I was made in secret and curiously wrought. In the lowest part of the earth. Can you go back to Passion verse 16? Passion verse 16. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let's read together. One to go. You saw who you created me to be before I became me. 
That means that when Moses in Psalm 90 says, teach us to number our days, that we may apply wisdom to it, means that, listen to what I'm going to tell you. Everybody here, God has dished out your years. Yet Psalm 91 says, with long life, I will satisfy you. He said, I've already written your days. Oh. Psalm 139, 16. He said, all your days, from your birth to your death, is written. How your months will go. The year you lose your parents. The year you marry. The year you have heartbreak, is already written. Yeah. Oh, it's written. No, I will show you today. Why destiny is a serious matter. <laughs> some of you think that, oh, the heartbreak was some random something. Hey, hey. <laughs> Ay, 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 ay. How do I know this? Also, in destiny matters, Bible said that something goes to like a Philistine girl, a terminate woman. And when she likes this terminate woman, his family members are angry. Couldn't you find a Jew? And the Bible says the Lord took occasion. That means God was behind something's liking a Philistine girl. Someone get it? Are you here? Yeah. He took occasion. He was, he was just watching and saying, use it as a part of his plan. Are we here? <laughs> and I'll explain what I just said to you. Some of you are like, ah, then it means that um, I, can, I can look for a Philistine girl. God is in it. I can find a slim mama and God is in it. I can find a sugar daddy and God is in it. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> Let me finish my message. <laughs> you understand that it's not like that. Hallelujah. So all your days are already written. And, 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 and Moses also prayed, teach me to number my days. That's why you see there are some people where eh, they will die at a certain age. No prayer will bring them back to life. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not. It's part of it. There are people that died at 22. Some died at 16. Some even die at, some die at age 4. And when God opened the eyes of their mothers... They were, look, somebody's, somebody, one day, this is a story my father told me. He says, there was a taxi driver whose wife lost a child. The child was about three or four years. And the woman was distraught that, ah, why would God give her a child and take the child away? All these things, crying, 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 crying. Then she said, God should tell her why. So one day she went to pray. And when she was praying, she had a dream. And when she got to heaven, she saw her daughter, four years, teaching a Sunday school class in heaven. And the Sunday school was full of babies. And the angel said that these babies are the children that have been aborted. So they didn't see their mother, they didn't see their father. So heaven needed somebody to teach. And this girl came to the earth for just four years. And God took her to heaven to teach the children. Yeah. So such a thing, you go and raise the body, you might not happen. It's not because you're not powerful. No. That's one of the things about faith. When you, when you are engaging faith, do everything God has asked you to do. When you have done everything God has asked you to do, then you enter the realm called the sovereignty of God. There's a realm where when you have done what he asks you to do and nothing happens, then it is now in his hands. It's now God's choice. That's the part we don't like. We pray God is a person. God is an individual. God is, his, God is in himself. Nobody can influence God. Now if nobody can influence God, why are you angry if God has done what he wants to do? No wonder I like what I, I, the prophet Daniel said, Daniel chapter 4. He said, God has done what you do upon the earth. Nobody can question him. Nobody can question God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. Now, let's enter into this matter well. Why is this destiny matter important? Remember that in Revelation chapter 20, all through those books, Revelation chapter 20, I think verse 12, I think verse 15, find it for me. Good. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened. And another book, which is the book of life. So it means aside the book of life, there are different books. So judgment day is going to be about books. And what is the book about? Hebrews chapter 10, verse 5. Bent offerings and sacrifices for sins. Thou wouldest not. The body, he said in verse 6, bent, bent offerings and sacrifices for sins. Uh, thou hast had no pleasure. Verse 7. Then said I, Lo, I come. It, this is Jesus talking. This is the prophecy about Jesus Christ. So when Jesus Christ came, he said, I come in the volume of the book. Psalm 139 verse 16. All your days are written in a book. That means judgment day is going to be with a book. The book of your life. The book of your story. The book of your destiny. The book of your journey. It will be opened. And when it is opened, they will measure what you did versus the chapters you have covered. That's why even those who are going to hell, books were open. If you are going to hell, why would you have to open book? <laughs> you are already in the lake of fire. Why are books open again? For God to be fair, he has to open book for everybody. That means even the people out of Hitler, there was a book open for him. Mussolini, there was a book open. All those people, Idi Amin, there were books open for them. But they allowed a destiny to be truncated. Please follow what I'm saying very well. Because if you understand this one, eh, you will see why you have to emphasize and enforce. I'll say something that will help you. Because there are three people here. You still feel like Jesus is not the only way. Yeah, there are three of you. I just saw it in the spirit. So I have to address what I'm coming to say. Jesus is the only way. Jesus is not a way. He is the way. The problem with that statement is that, I think I said one of the branches, I think who? That. He says, I am the way, not a way. I am the truth, not a truth. I am the life, not a life. Now, the moment he puts a over there, it's not a definite article. It's an open article. What that means is that if Jesus is a way, then there are other ways. Are we here? Yeah. And what that means is that if there are other ways, then everybody can be right. Yeah. But Jesus saying that I am the way means that even if you are good and you don't come by this way, you are still wrong. When you were writing SSE, you can write GSS definition, university definition, but if it is not part of something called what? Marking scheme, you are wrong. Are we together? Yes. And the shocking thing about all other religions we are trying to call the way or a way, none of the religions ever said the other way. Muhammad never said it. Buddha never said it. Krishna never said it. It's only Jesus who said it emphatically. I am the way. 
So the one who said that I am the way and other religions, nobody stated I am the way. Who should we hold? That should even tell you that they, they were not way because they did. So we are even making them the way when they didn't even say they are the way. But even in the Quran, in the Surah, the Surah says that if you don't understand anything in this book, go and ask the people of the Bible. Not, yes. So, I give the example that, sir, you can say I have cars. That means that you have options. And because you have cars, I don't like your car. So I want to use a motor. We'll get to the same location. Isn't it? Yes. But the moment you say, I am, I am the car. Or I am transportation. That means that whatever you take, whether motor, whether car, whether train, it will end up with transportation. That's the danger about who Jesus is. That means that whatever way you are trying to make a way, one day you will meet the way. Because he is not an option. He is the method. So it means even if you don't believe in him, he is it. If I don't believe in car, I don't believe in motor, but still I believe in transportation. So whether I use train, even when I walk, it's still transportation. Do you understand? That's the danger about the, the, mat, the matter of Jesus being the way. He is not an option. He is it. So even if you don't believe in him, you will still meet him. It's like saying that he is gravity or he is the sun. If you like, don't believe in sun, the sun is still there. If you go to space, you meet the sun. If you like say, oh, not this oxygen, this nitrogen thing is a lie. Let me go to space. And where you will see, before you leave earth, you will burn. <laughs> if you like, don't dress well, you will burn before you get out of earth. Like, if you are in plane, don't they tell you don't open the window? Even plane, that is cloud that you can handle. They say don't open window because a pressure will enter the plane and everybody will die. How much more outside space? But you and I have not gone there before. So if I go there doubting, does it deny the fact that it is? You know, scientists are very funny. So biased, confused human beings. You know why? Excuse me, but it's true. Because even the space that we are enjoying, it's only 6% they've seen. Oh, yes. They've not, gone to God, they've not gone to Saturn before. We've not been to Jupiter yet. This is even our own, our own solar system. We have not gone past Mars. We are trying some planets, but we have still not gone past it. How much more the one beyond our solar system? It's called observable universe. And it's only 6% of the observable universe we have discovered. 6% of what we can see. That means the other dimensions we can see is 0%. Even our sea, Apple, they say it is only 8% of the sea has been discovered. That means there are realms and cities and countries in the sea. So when somebody comes from the water... And he said, I'm Mami Water, and Disney is making him Little Mermaid. You should know what is going on. <laughs> Disney is calling it Little Mermaid and Aquaman. You, you don't know it's Mami Water spirit. He <laughs> says that Ghanaians, we don't know how to market. Ma- Africans don't know how to market anything. So when white people are doing Aquaman, then you see a macho man with a nice rod, he's fighting. And Little Mermaid will come with a nice, still pretty girl. <laughs> Marry a prince, and everything is nice. But Ghanaian. Karishika, one, two, three, four. <laughs> Our own memory, when she comes, she'll be doing, hey, yeah, yeah. give me your blood, give me your blood. That's our memory. Our memory, they don't use laptop. Oh, Jesus Christ. In Christ's name, they don't, they, oh, 
they are not they are bush. <laughs> the African mermaid. Have you seen the way they show them in the film? Yeah. They'll come, they'll do boom, then their eyes will turn red. <laughs> it is the same mermaid. It's the same mammy water. It's the same thing. But the white man has made a nice story to make it look like my mother is not a big deal. It's a big deal. Are we here? So Jesus is what? The way. What am I trying to tell you? When it comes to destiny matters, there are books that are open. And the books, I'm explaining something to you. It's not a matter of hell or heaven. Hell or heaven is book of life. But there are other books, even if you go to hell, it will still be open. I just showed you. Revelations 20. And there were books open. And another book. So hell or heaven is book of life. That means if you even make it to heaven, your name is in book of life. But other books will speak against you. That's the serious matter of the matter of destiny. That's why it's a pity to say we, are, we just want to make all I want to passport to heaven. If I, I'm just oh, making the world. It's like all I want is, go to, is to go to heaven. So Christians think of oh, me, I just want to make heaven. They don't know that when they get to heaven, there are books that will be open and we will see who is first class and who is pass. This is why destiny matter is serious. This is why destiny matter is serious. Destiny matter is serious. No matter what David does, eh, God has sworn the throne to him. But his destiny will not be easy like that. No, it will not be easy like that. Jesus was even raised from the dead, according to Isaiah, according to the sure mercies of David. God made a promise to David. So through Jesus Christ, Jesus fulfilled the promise God made to David that your seed will rule the earth. But the way his life was, was destiny. Look at what David went through. His children were killing each other. Absalom killing Abner. Abner raiming Tamar. I mean, Absalom sleeping with his wives. Basa. Adonijah rising up to commit coup d'etat. A whole lot of things because of destiny matters. Wave your hands to Jesus Christ. Today in this all night, eh, I'm sharing the things I'm sharing with you because God raises prophets and gives us power to alter destinies. You see, the way witches and wizards are able to alter destiny. In the kingdom, God uses prophets and apostles and men of God. He has put power in their mouth to alter your destiny. So tonight, I want you to know, wherever your destiny has gone because of any decision you took, by this all night, your destiny will be rewired. I said your destiny will be rewired. Amen. Amen. Sit down. Let me preach. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, based on the books that are written, Jesus, who is God, when he came on the earth, had to pray. Now, the Bible says something very powerful in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 8. Let's go there. Hebrews 5, verse 8. Let's read together. One to go. Hmm? Read it. Good. Do you have passion translation? 
I want you to see something that's happening here. If I go to from verse 7, let me show you something that will help you. From verse 7. I'll come back to it. From verse 7. Let's wait together. I want to go. Next, next. Hold, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Do you have the King James? If you read it the way it was released, it's like Passion is saying Jesus didn't die. But if you read it what it was actually intended, are we there? Verse 7, go to 7. Oh, go to 7. Let's read together. One to go. Semicolon. 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 Hallelujah. Wave your hands to Jesus Christ. Okay. Now remember that once upon a time, eh, God in creation made Adam. And when he made Adam in his image and likeness, God had a book for Adam. But Adam, in the matters concerning his destiny, truncated the assignment. He gave the garden to Satan. And when he gave the garden to Satan, the Bible says he put all of man into trouble. So Bible says, Adam sinned and subjected creation to vanity. So when Adam sinned, all of us were put into a certain life that we didn't plan for. Because in the book of God, God had a plan. But Adam came to change the plan. That is why if you read Genesis chapter 2 verse 23-24, it ends with a plan before Adam stops the plan. In Genesis 2 23-24, he made a woman. And Bible says, Adam said, this is now bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. The two shall become one flesh. Aha, uh-huh, aha. Uh-huh. Verse 24. See what it says. 24. Therefore shall a man leave his father and mother, and the two shall cleave, aha, uh-huh, and become one flesh. 25. They both were naked, and not, and man and his wife, and were not ashamed. 20, chapter 3, verse 1. Then the serpent entered. But when you go to Revelations 21, go to Revelations 21. Because Revelations 20, books are open. People are thrown into fire. But look at Revelation 21. Revelation 21. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. The first heaven and the first earth were passed away. And there was no more sea. Verse 2. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride, adorned for a husband. The first earth ended with a bride and a husband, both naked. And not ashamed. Then Satan came to destroy it, chapter 3. So God, from Genesis chapter 3 to Revelation 20, was repairing 
and rewriting our destiny. That's what we call the redemption story. But chapter 21 of Revelation is the continuation of what stopped from the garden. First, the garden was heaven and the earth, Eden, man and wife. Then Revelation 21 says, new heaven, new earth, bride, prepared husband. Then the story continues from there. That means that we have not even exhausted what it means to be saved. From Genesis chapter 3 to Revelation 20 is what it means to be saved. Chapter 21 of Revelation is the continuation of after we are saved and we have entered the glory God planned. Because as soon as Satan came, God had to now begin to prepare. He killed an animal, put it on Adam. Chapter 4, Cain's sins. And he says, if you did the right thing, the sin offering is waiting for you. So that's redemption. That's why from that time, after Adam sinned and God killed the animal, God was only accepting offerings. He accepted offerings after the final offering, Jesus Christ. And when the final offering was offered, he had to now teach the people the way in the new kingdom and teach others to be part of the family of God. Please, listen to what I'm saying very well. This is a lot of things, but I want your mind to come to one important thing. That your destiny can take a U-turn because of one boy, because of one girl, because of one country, because of one cause. Your destiny can do a big U-turn. In fact, your destiny can go on a wrong turn because of one wrong church. You have no idea. Can I tell you something? Prophecy is not as dangerous as teaching. When they give you false prophecy and it doesn't come to pass, all you feel is lost hope and pain. Even now, because sometimes you, you believe and you go like, ah, ABI didn't pray enough, so that's why. So it dies. But when they teach you wrongly, it becomes a mindset. You can pass it on to your children and your children's children because that's how you think now. So false teachers are more dangerous than false prophets. And we don't even realize that in the last days, though false prophets are right, false prophets are not the new canker of the last days. So go and read the Bible. In the days of Moses, there were false prophets. Balaam, there were false prophets since. It is in the day of the end. Bible says false brethren, false teachers have come. So what should mark our day is not even false prophet because false prophet has been since before the day came to the before last day started. The last days, what we should look out for is false teachers. False prophet, false bre- brothers. He said, false brethren have crept in on our ways to spy out our liberty. <laughs> so you see this thing when you go to YouTube and you see all kinds of messages. It's false teachings. If you don't take care, somebody will, through the subtlety of the serpent, win you away from the basics of Christ. And you will start looking for revelations till you become paranormal. It means now you are, you are not in supernatural. You are not in the supernormal. You are in the paranormal. Paranormal means that you, are, you, are, you have entered the fear of the unseen. You are, you are always looking for an event. You are lying in your bed and all of a sudden you hear a crow do, ah, they are here, they are here. Suburubu, suburubu. Get me the, uh, get me the olive oil, the orange one. Let's mix it to the green one. It's, uh-huh, paranormal. 
These are the people you'll be walking in town, all of a sudden you see red lights coming, you say, ah, something's coming, something's coming. <laughs> all of a sudden, the thing will turn to a human being and talk to you. Then somebody died was telling me about the, ma- the auntie who, was, who saw an elderly woman who was saying that the mother of the person has come to give her a message. I said, hey, hey, sister, don't, don't play that game. It's appointed unto man to die after death judgment. Wherever they are, they are facing their judgment. It's not now they are come to appear on F2. Whoever is using their face is what you have to ask questions for. Don't come and say a ghost appeared to me. And somebody asked me a question. So, prophet, what do you mean? You know, some people, they can die and appear in another country for another five years. It's called paranormal. Why don't they appear where you were staying? Why must they appear somewhere else? Because they are operating with a certain loophole. And usually, if you check, those environments they went to exist in, they are environments that sustain such living. That's why they were comfortable there. They should come to church. If they've really didn't die and they came from the dead or they are walking the earth to finish and unfinish they should come to church let the ghost enter church we'll see no if you are really because when you are alive you came to church is it your ghost who doesn't like church we have to find out what kind of ghost that is why you the living person you like church but your ghost doesn't like church there's a problem but you see we entertain such things and the devil begins to appear so you see some people they mess as a bonsam here they, no let us walk in the bush and let us a bonsam appear it's not that he's not there, he's there. But because he knows I don't believe in paranormal activities, but I believe in supernatural activities. And angels are the ones I'm conscious of, not dwarfs. No, no, no. The dwarfs I know is Snow White and the seven dwarfs. Snow White dwarfs, that's the dwarfs I know. Forget this thing. And you see, it's a problem. Because the moment I'll, I'll get there, I'll get there. I'll get there. Can I go? So listen to what I'm saying now. What this means now is this that. When Adam was born, from day one up to the last day I was, I will live on earth, it's written. Everything I'll do is written. If you want to see this life, let us see God's perfect man, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is God's perfect man and man's perfect God. So when Jesus Christ came to the earth, he said, I came to fulfill the books. The Bible said, when his mother was pregnant, they are from Nazareth. But he was giving birth to in Bethlehem. So that the scriptures might be fulfilled. Then all of a sudden, a king rises up trying to kill them. And an angel appears to Joseph. Who does not even know what the scripture says. Rise up and go down to Egypt. Then when they run to Egypt. So that the scriptures shall be fulfilled. That Messiah shall dwell in Africa or in the land of the Egyptians. Jesus must need go through Samaria so that the scriptures might be fulfilled. Jesus healed the blind, Matthew chapter 8, and, and, and delivered some people. He says, so that the scriptures shall be fulfilled. That Isaiah the prophet said, he himself took our sickness and forgave our sins. Are you the Messiah? Or we should look for another to come. And he quoted the indication of the Messiah in the Psalms. He said, when Messiah shall come, he shall open blind eyes. He shall heal the cripple. He shall proclaim the good news to him. That's when they ask Jesus Christ, are you the Messiah? Or we should look for another come. He says, the blind see, the lame walk. The gospel is preached. He was quoting what has been said, that this would be the indication of Messiah. Because Elijah, Elisha, they closed eyes. They didn't open it. It's only Jesus who opened eyes. So he said, if I have opened eyes, then know that by my works, I'm the Messiah. 
So even his answers was so that the scriptures must be fulfilled. Even where he went to, so that the scriptures might be fulfilled. And when he was dead, hanging on the cross, they were about to break his leg. But all of a sudden, the centurion said, he is already dead. So pierce his side. This is a man who doesn't know God. This is a man who is a heathen. He doesn't believe in God. Jesus is dead. Jesus didn't whisper. Yet, so that the scriptures might be fulfilled, none of his bones must be broken. How? It means from his birth to his death. Everything was a chapter that the will of God might be fulfilled. And if we have been made in the image and likeness of Christ, then every human life must fulfill the chapters of the book. You have to ask yourself, do you even know what the book says? Before you can know what chapters you are fulfilling. This is the revelation Paul had. So Paul could say, I have fought the good fight. I have run the race. This is the part that is scary. I have finished the course. It means he knew what the course was. And this is the reason why people live carelessly. Because if some of you knew that it is part of your course to be in love economy, nobody, whether male or female, seraph or seraphim or cherubim, will tell you to leave this church and it will work. Because if I leave this church when it's not planned, a chapter of my life is gone. And I don't know how to answer on that day. Because time is for sowing. Eternity is for reaping. So when I get to heaven, I can't add to the chapters. No wonder Abraham said to the man in Luke chapter 16, Luke chapter 15, when the rich man, sorry, Luke chapter 16, sorry, when the rich man said to Abraham, send my brothers to go and preach, he said they have the prophets. He said, once you are here, there's nothing we can do about it. He said, they had the, you had the prophet on the earth. They preached to you, didn't listen. We can't send anybody from the dead. If they will not listen to the living men, in fact, even the prophets, Elijah, Moses, Aaron, all of them, they are also dead. And your brothers are not listening to them. Is there any other new dead person though here? <laughs> so he said, they have the prophets. That's enough preaching for them. That means the moment you die, you can't add to your story. You can't say sorry. I didn't know, Lord. This is the place. That, that's why every day I tell you, when you see the sun, do this. <laughs> Say, Lord, thank you. Whatever I need to rectify. In the new covenant, one of the greatest prayers you pray is Ephesians 5.16. Redeeming the time. Father, by your spirit, let me redeem lost time. Because when time is gone, can I tell you what time is? Angels don't have time. Do you know what the angel's time was when Lucifer was in charge? And Bible says they went to fight God. They used their time to fight God. Some people chose God's side. Others chose Lucifer's side. The moment judgment was enacted, there were fallen angels and elect angels. That means their state of judgment was what they did in time. Because they don't have time now, they can't be judged. So time is the commodity by which judgment will occur. The moment it cuts and it ends, you can't be judged beyond the day it was cut. So you think you are young. Young people, listen to me. Oh, oh, if your young friend is sleeping, touch him. Any young person here, listen, watch me. All of you, look. Look at my face. All of you, look at my face. Look at me. Listen. You are also there. Listen. God bless you for listening. 
We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless you.